Blog Talk Radio. one and all and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett and it is absolutely wonderful that you've tuned in this morning. You know, a lot of you look at your pets and see little movie stars. I mean, come on. We all think our dogs and our cats can do just as good a job as the ones we see in commercials, TV programs, and movies, right? Well, why not break your four-legged wonder into showbiz? This morning, Joel Norton, the head trainer from Hollywood Paws, will be making a return visit to the pet place to give you the information you need to make that next step with your pet. Who knows, you may have the next big furry star in your lap at this very moment. And after our halftime break, Lisa Skullman will be stopping by to talk about the third annual Surf City Surf Dog Weekend that you absolutely need to plan on attending. It's going to be a great show, so stay right where you are, and we'll be back right after this very quick station message here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I'd like to welcome back to the Pet Place, Joel Norton, the head trainer from Hollywood Paws. Hi, Joel. How are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing really well, and I, I really enjoyed talking with you. It's been a few years now, but last time you were on the show, you were letting our audience know about how they could break their pets into showbiz. And I know you've been doing a lot of different things since we spoke last. So first, let's remind everybody all about Hollywood Paws. Sure. Um, What Hollywood Paws does is Hollywood Paws takes pet dogs and uh, trains them to work in production work. So TV, movies, still photos, commercials, anything that has to do with production, um, that's what our training program is. Uh, So just like you take your dog to agility classes or obedience classes or anything else, um, the classes that we have here train specifically the behaviors that pet owners need to know and that pets need to know in order to be successful when they go out and work on sex. It's very, very unique when it comes to working on set. So our company helps them, help train the dogs, and uh, hopefully places them in um, some work someday if their dog is ever chosen for something. Well, so you help them find some jobs, too, then. Yeah, we do. Um, we act sort of uh, kind of the closest to an agent, I suppose you could call it, but it's a little bit different than the normal you know, people agents that you think of. But, yeah, what we do is we advertise in uh, production inquiries and things like that. So when, when a production needs an animal for something, they can look in sort of the phone book for production or go online, and we come up and people call us and say, hey, I've got a script that has a dog in it, and I uh, want to know if you guys can help fill that. And so we go through our database and submit the dogs to the productions, and uh, if it's one of the students' dogs that gets picked, they obviously get to do the work. Oh, that is so cool. And do you do uh, headshots? We do, <laughs> yes. At a, after a certain level of training, we do take photos of the dogs. It, it's never just the head, though. No one wants to see the head. They want to see the whole body. Ah. They want to see the size of the dog. They want to see it from different angles so they can see the full tail and coat. Uh, yeah, again, it's, it's not like people. They want to see much more than just the head. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. And are these dogs... 
posted on your website, so if somebody was producing a show, they could peruse the files of photos on your own website? Or Yeah, absolutely. We, we do have them posted on our website underneath Animal Actors. It says Dog Actors on there, and you can click and, and go through all the dogs that we have available. Uh, we also have a database here in the office, too, so if people call, they don't have to scroll through, you know, probably the 100 dogs or so on the site. They can mm-hmm. just call us and say, hey, we need this send us what you have that can do it, and, and we oh. could just send them a more refined search if they would like, but everyone's more than welcome to go online as well. Oh, that's outstanding. So let's say somebody has already put their dog through basic obedience training, and they have a pretty well-behaved dog, and it's a social dog. It's not afraid of things. It's not um, skittery in new environments. What would they be doing if they signed up with your organization? What's a typical training day like? Um, well, exactly what you said. Once, if they have the basic obedience under their belt, and most people do, um, then the class that we have that they would go into is the introduction to animal acting class. And that class starts off assuming that the dog knows how to sit and lie down and do all the basic stuff. And so the typical training for that class is um, teaching the dogs a mark, so teaching them uh, to go and stand on a spot in the middle of a scene. So if you've ever seen, you know, behind the scenes, human actors have marks. They put some tape down on the ground, and that tells them where to go and stop. Well, dogs have the same thing. We put down little, little post-its or rocks or small clear things that dogs can go and stand on so that we as trainers don't have to walk them into a scene. We don't have to guide them in or have them on leash. Obviously, if you've ever seen TV, dogs just do things on their own. Sure. And so that's one of the first things we train. There's three different types of marks so that we master all of those. Um, We teach things like uh, on your feet to get them to stand up, head up, head down, uh, stays with distractions. That's a really, really big one. Oh, I Um, bet. Yeah, getting them just to stay when there's a boom mic above their head or when an actor is yelling or excited. Uh, You know, dogs want to explore. They want to check things out. They want to say hi to people. And if they, you know, the scene needs them to lay on their side, they can't be getting up to say hi to people every two seconds. They They have to stay there sometimes for a very long time while actors do their scenes and switch camera angles. So that's just a few of the basics. But there's quite a few things that we focus on. So you probably recommend that if somebody has a dog with a low attention span, or short rather, that that dog probably wouldn't be the best candidate for something like this. You know, the the attention span can usually be trained out. The two most important things is confidence and food drive. If you have those, we can pretty much get what we need to get. Um, like I said, the attention span, you know, even if they're like, oh, he only focuses for a second and then he's off and running, you know, we can work on that. We can change that and manipulate that. But what we need to be able to do that is really good confidence and really good food drive. Okay. Um, so they have to really want those treats. You know, they can't be like, oh, I'll take it or leave it because, mm-hmm. you know, we can't make them do anything. they got to sure. really want it. And the other thing is confidence. They have to not be afraid. If they're already fearful of people and places and, you know, sometimes dogs are really skittish for one reason or another, that's what really is not ideal for this. Okay. So if you have a real happy-go-lucky dog who who loves his little snack treats, and that that's the type of dog that you're looking for. Yep, that that's perfect, because then we can mold it into whatever we want. Oh, okay, okay. I bet people have a lot of fun in these classes, and if, even if they don't actually get into the movies. It sounds like it's fun. Oh, it, it is. We, we try our best to make it really, really exciting and fun, and, and you know, anytime you train and work with your dog, it, it's just a bonding experience. It's something you can do, and it's, you know, it, it's time well spent with exercise and with, you know, mental stimulation. Um, and you're right, the production work is the icing on the cake. We do our best to get as many people, you know, work as we can. But, mm-hmm. you know, 
somebody has to pick the dog. So what we do guarantee is that you'll have fun in the classes and that you'll have a well-trained dog by the end, which everybody wants. Sure. You'll have an extremely well-trained dog. That, that's a for sure. If you just imagine part. holiday gatherings, too, that you can uh, impress your family with. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> There's all kinds of crazy things that you can do with these behaviors. So. Oh, that is very cool. Is this a pretty pricey proposition that we're looking at here? Um, you know, it, we, cert- we just recently revamped all of our programs and dropped our prices uh, significantly. I would say that was probably one of the biggest things that um, that we had we had heard was that, you know, we really want to do this, but the training courses were really long. Um, over a year was our was our training course, so it's a huge commitment, and mm-hmm. um, because it just takes that long to train dogs sometimes. Sure. And so with that came a kind of a large price tag. So what we did is we went through, we revised, revamped the classes, um, offered more varieties, and so now we've significantly dropped the prices, um, and we have classes uh, basically for all entry level positions. You know, from um, we have classes starting. Um, from you know like forty dollars for just basic dental care, uh, and the animal acting classes are are now um, well under a thousand dollars. So you know pretty much anybody can afford them. We have payment plans and different things like that. So we've really revamped them and made them as affordable as possible for everyone who wants to do this. That sounds great, and you sort of piqued my interest there. You have dental care classes. <laughs> That's right. One of the things we also did with just expanding and and, uh, and changing the pricing of the animal acting was that um, the other thing that we got some feedback on the last couple of years was that you know. We, we really want to do this, but you guys only do one thing, and that's animal acting, and that's cool, but we also want to do other things with our dog and, and you know, start off maybe doing something less and then moving up to animal acting. Is there, do you guys have anything? And so we've, we went ahead and answered that, and now we have uh, everything from beginning agility classes um, scent work classes where, you know, they teach the dogs to find certain scents, the classic nose work stuff. Wow. Um, we offer basic obedience. We offer, like I said, the dental care classes. That's our least expensive. It's uh, uh, taught by a, a registered vet tech who's uh, been doing this stuff for 30 years, and uh, you get a little dental cleaning kit, and it's, it's $40. So if you, you know, it's one of those prevention things. You spend the $40, and you'll save a couple hundred on, on dental oh, care sure, later on. Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, we have a, a, a canine good citizen class where you can take the classes and just get your dog to be a canine good citizen dog. We have therapy dog classes where we teach you how to um, take therapy tests and make your dog a therapy dog so you can take them to hospitals and things like that. Wow. Um, we have some puppy classes, and uh, another popular one is our, our, our first aid and CPR class. So mm-hmm. if anyone wants to make their dog a... a uh, or uh, wants to learn how to do first aid with animals and, and, you know, what to do if your dog eats chocolate, how dangerous this or that is, and uh, how to perform CPR on your dog. You can get CPR certified here at Hollywood Paws now for, for $150. It's a really great deal, plus a, plus a free first aid kit. So That is so cool. You have expanded so much since we spoke last. I can't believe all the things that you do now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, very exciting. You guys called at the right time. <laughs> Now, where exactly are the classes held? Um, the classes are held here um, all at our studios, which is in downtown Los Angeles. Um, we're located inside of Los Angeles Center Studios. It's a, a movie studio. Um, they film Mad Men here and uh, a few Disney TV shows and things. It's a full-on studio, um, but it's really nice because it allows dogs. A lot of their studios don't, and this one has a dog park on it, and uh, we have lots and lots of space here, and it's really, really dog-friendly, so we have 
places to practice on real movie sets with the dogs, and we have tons of space for all of our other classes, from the CPR to the agility at the dog park. Wow. Do any of the uh, studio people ever poke their heads in and say, hey, that's a real cute dog. We'd love to have him on our show. Oh, oh yeah, Numbers. Remember the show Numbers? It it, uh, it filmed here and had offices here, and uh, whenever they, uh, they needed uh, golden retrievers all the time for different things in that show, and they always... They did that exact thing, poked their head in and gave us a call and said, hey, you guys are the dog people, right? We need a dog next week for this or that. So. Oh, how fun. <laughs> Joel, I suspect that your website has really been revamped as well since the last time I checked it out. What is your web address for our listeners? It is uh, real simple, hollywoodpaws.com. Hollywoodpaws.com. And there's uh, contact information and all kinds of class information and everything on there. There is. Uh, our, our The main website has all of our dog actors that you can click on. And if anyone wants to see the prices, uh, all of our prices are online as, as far as what the classes are and what we offer. And that's on the uh, the curriculum and training tab. It's uh, on the, about halfway down the page, and it's a picture of dog wearing glasses. You, you can't miss it. If you <laughs> click on that, you can see all of our prices. Jill, this is really fun stuff that I think every pet parent and pet would have a good time with. So thanks for coming by again to update us on everything at Hollywood Paws. Thank you. It was my pleasure anytime. We need to take a quick station break now, but don't go away. We'll be right back on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260. You are listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt, and Lisa Skolman is joining me now. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Marie. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to talk about the great event. Yeah, I've heard that you have something really fun uh, planned here for all of us. It's the Surf City Surf Dog Event. It is. It is September 23rd through the 25th. What? It's actually the Surf Dog Weekend this year. Oh, <laughs> A whole weekend to encompass all the activities. Tell us a little bit about what the Surf City Surf Dog Weekend is all about and maybe a little bit about the history. Sure. Um, Surf dog events have been around a couple years, and um, Huntington Beach is notorious for the surf culture and having the the surf competitions, the world-famous surf competitions, like the U.S. Open of Surfing. Mm -hmm. And... um, we thought it would be a great idea if we booked that event. That would be a great idea to kind of fuse the surf culture together with the dog-friendly nature of the city together and have the Surf City Surf Dog event. Oh. Um, so in 2009 it started, mm-hmm. and this is our third year, our third anniversary. And because of that, it's now a three-day event. Wow. And what exactly happens at the event? I mean, are the dogs actually surfing? The dogs are actually surfing. Um, We have some really great dogs that surf that have been doing it for a couple years. We Mm -hmm. have novices or groms, as as, uh, the surf terminology calls them, (laughs) dogs that are learning how to surf. We've had some lessons this summer. And um, it's it's a fun, interactive thing to do with your dog if your dog likes water. And it's just the funnest thing to watch. Okay, uh, are the humans on the surfboard with the dogs, or are any of the dogs actually on the surfboards all by themselves? Most of the dogs are actually on the surfboard by themselves. Wow. The human helps um, position them to catch the wave, Mm -hmm. and the dogs take off, 
there are a few dogs that do tandem together. Okay. Um, and then there's also some dogs that tandem with uh, humans, but most of the dogs are surfing by themselves. Okay. And is it an actual competition, or is it more just for fun and show? It is competition, so there there will be prizes awarded in the heat categories and their weight categories. So the small dogs will com- be competing against the small dogs mm-hmm. and large against large, um, and there will be prizes awarded. But it's also everybody who participates gets a great medal with a logo on it, and it's 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 fun. Well, so we want everyone to enjoy it. Fun. Now, are the small dogs actually on surfboards? Or are they using boogie boards? It depends. Some of the dogs that have been surfing for quite a while have smaller custom boards made. Um, But I'd say the average size board for most of the dogs is an 8-foot foam board. And the foam boards are better for the dogs because they're safer and uh, they're a little wider. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they happen to bump into each other, um, they don't get hurt. (laughs) So do they ever growl at each other and say, hey, this is my wave? (laughs) My wave no, actually, last year, one of the funniest things happened in the competition. Two dogs named Abby were com- were in, I think they were in the finals, mm-hmm. and their boards actually hit, and the uh, lab jumped off, and the Australian uh, Kelpie got on the other board and kind of finished the run, or the ride on the uh. other board. <laughs> so it sounds like the dogs really enjoy it, and they really know you're supposed to be on the board and catch the wave and ride it on in. Yep. Uh, I've been watching some of the practice this summer, and it seems that the more that they get the hang of it and the more they know, you know, the weight, how they stand, you know, some of the dogs are getting a little daring and riding backwards and doing fun tricks. (laughs) Are you noticing any particular breeds that seem to catch on a little better than other dogs? Because I know with skateboarding, for some reason, bulldogs tend to really have an affinity towards skateboarding. But is there anything in... Surfing on the waves that you've noticed that's really breed specific? Um, actually, no. I, I think that the dogs that, that we would have thought would be very, very good because they're water dogs, the golden retrievers and the Labradors, mm-hmm. maybe aren't quite as good because they're such um, water dogs. And They'd you know, rather just be body surfing. They'd rather body surf <laughs> or if they see a ball thrown. They're oh. like, oh, I'm going to jump off the board and go get the ball. Um <laughs> But bulldogs do great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a famous surfing dog, Nani, that um, that is a uh, Bernese Mountain Dog. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the dog I was just talking about this weekend that's learned is West uh, West Thailand Terrier. Oh. Joey. So it's really all different kinds. Okay. Now you were talking about lessons. How does somebody get involved in getting lessons for their dog if they wanted to do this? We have a link on the website, and we're trying. We we're going to have them the day before the competition on the 24th, but we're trying to schedule one more, maybe on the weekend of the 17th, 18th. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to get my instructors. I have actual human surf instructors who are <laughs> surfers themselves, who kind of know how to position humans. Now they've uh, transitioned into canines, um, <laughs> confirming their schedule. But uh, they have a blast doing it too, and. It's it's definitely something where the owner gets in the gets in the water with the dog and okay. has to get wet because the human you know the owner and the dog have such a good bond then the dog trusts 
that it's okay, a fun thing to do. So yeah, it's something definitely. That owner does with the dog. A dual activity. Hey, you mentioned a website. Why don't we give that out for our listeners? Sure, the website. It's really easy. It's surfcitysurfdog.com. Okay, no spaces. No spaces. Excellent. And is this a fundraiser of some kind? It is a fundraiser. This year, the event benefits the Southern California Bulldog Rescue, uh-huh. Huntington Dog Beach, mm-hmm. our host location, okay. Orange County Humane Society, Westie Rescue of Orange County and Beyond, and Surf Dog Ricochet, who is raising funds for Chase Away Canine Cancer. Oh, how cool. So there's a, a bunch of different uh, charities that you're supporting. That's excellent. And how much are the fees for entry? The uh, surf registration fee is $45, and $10 of that goes to one of these charity partners. So as the participant registers, they can pick which of these they want their fees to go towards. Oh, excellent. So you have a say. Now, what if you want to just divide it equally? Can you do that? You have that option, too, as well. Wow. Now, you talked a little bit about the awards. Um, Are there also uh, other things going on, like booths? and displays and food and and things like that? Yes, and actually the whole weekend kicks off on Friday the 23rd. Mm -hmm. We have an opening ceremony um, and a dog is good uh, fashion show at the Shorebreak Hotel. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those people who are maybe coming from out of town, the Shorebreak Hotel is dog-friendly, and uh, they're starting, they're kicking off the event for us with the fashion show and the opening ceremonies. We'll have some of our dogs that won last year there on Friday night, and that is free to everyone just to come and watch and enjoy. Then on Saturday morning uh, from 12 to 4 p.m. at the Strand, which is right in front of the Shorebreak Hotel, Mm -hmm. we're closing the street down, and we're having the Hot Diggity Dog Expo. So there will be booths there, all kinds of fun pet products and uh, interactive activities. Okay. As well as a doga, dog yoga demonstration, oh. <laughs> and a costume contest. Oh, okay, okay. It sounds like you've got a whole bunch of things going on this whole week, and this is incredible. And let's remind everybody, what are the? It's it's coming up this month, right? It's at the end of this month. Okay. It starts on Friday, September twenty third, uh, the evening kickoff, and then Saturday the twenty fourth is the Hot Diggity Dog Expo and Powabunga Costume Contest. And then Sunday the event continues on the beach at Dog Beach the 25th with a surfing competition. Okay. Now, just on the real super outside chance that we have inclement weather, um, is there a rain date? Um, not, no, no rain date. Um, Last year, what we had is we had huge waves. Yeah. <laughs> we had a huge swell. Mm-hmm. And so we were debating um, what we are going to do, and instead of um, postponing, we just hired a lot more water safety crew and changed the lineups where we had the larger dogs surf first. Normally okay. the, the smaller dogs surf first. But and, so and you did that hoping that the waves would uh, die down a wee bit? Yes. We, we had the... Um, the uh, the, the swell and, and the, uh, oh gosh, the uh, tide to deal with. So by having the dogs, the bigger dogs surf first, they were bigger and um, easier to surf in the bigger waves. 
so as the day went on, the tide went down, and it was a little easier. But safety is our main um, uh, main goal here, and so we do hire um, water safety crew to be out there with the owners and with the dogs. Oh, that's great. And this is actually at Dog Beach? It is. Which right is at Golden, Golden West and PCH? Yep. Okay. And are they kind of laxing uh, the rules a little bit? I know that they're pretty strict about enforcing, uh, you know, no dogs on the beach beyond that, um, beyond the lifeguard tower there. And, and I know there's going to be a lot of people there. Um, how's the city and the officials? I mean, are you getting a good feeling of cooperation? We are. Um, in our third year, we've we, we've built a really good reputation with the city and have a good relationship with them. And um, we we have we make it so that the event flows smoothly. We have a special area for the car, the lifeguard vehicle to go through, and so um, we're partners with them. And so we make sure that all our participants know what the rules are and okay. um, that we're invited back again. Excellent. And how many people and dogs are you expecting? Um, we probably will have about 50 surfing dogs. Um, and then we, as far as spectators go, wow, we packed that beach. Uh, last year we had about 1,500 people watching no the, the activities. Oh, that is quite something. And, and people who aren't necessarily entering their dogs in the competition, are they bringing their dogs too just to hang out and watch? Yes, um, because we will have booths that day as well there on the sand. So a lot of times different meetup groups, the Golden Retriever groups, or different people come and just have, you know, spend the day watching the action, um, visiting the booths, and just making it a, it's a family fun day. Oh, it sure sounds like it. Let's remind everybody one more time uh, what the website is for the big event and what the dates are and the registration fees. Sure. The, the website is www.surfcitysurfdog.com. The fun in action starts on Friday, September 23rd at the Shorebreak Hotel. Then on Saturday the 24th, it's at the Strand, the, the Powabunga Costume Contest and the Hot Diggity Dog Expo. And then Sunday, uh, the surf competition will happen at Dog Beach, which is at Golden West and PCH. Uh, the 25th, and the action starts 8.30 at 8.30 Excellent, and all the fees are on the website. So I appreciate you taking some time to tell us about it, and we need to take one last break now, but we'll be back in just a bit with Pet Place news and events, so please stay tuned to the Pet Place radio show on any other We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. If you missed the recent Wiener Nationals at Los Alamitos Racetrack, don't fret. Old World Village in Huntington Beach is planning a series of doxy races beginning September 4th. For more info and all the dates, visit www wienerdogstore.com and click on the race info link at the top of the page. And get this, now there are additional races for non-wiener dogs. That's right, there is an anything but wieners category for dogs under 25 pounds and even a Boston Terrier race. This is going to be fun and it coincides with the big Oktoberfest festivities, so it sounds like a good time will be had by all. 
Okay, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spare new to your pets and have a wonderful day.